Welcome in, Ballhawk. Apparently, you're a guest. You're two people on there, apparently. <laughs> My bad, man. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you tonight. Oh, I thank you for having me on tonight. How are you, my guy? Doing very well. Doing very well. So, I mean, I see I see you got the full get-up going, man. How, how do you feel? Are you hot right now? Oh, Oh, no. I, I live in the northern regions of Wisconsin. It is like Understood. 55 degrees right now. Understood. I have to dress like this. I'm a little chilly, actually. <laughs> Understood. Well, it's great that you took the time out of your day to come on tonight, man. Greatly appreciate it. Always love to give some super fans a, flat, a platform, especially the Battlehawks super fan itself. I know there's a few of y'all rolling around, but you, in my mind, are one of the most memorable. So. Once again, appreciate you coming. <laughs> on, you keep doing your thing. And, well, um, I might just be a little crazier than the next guy. That's all. <laughs> hey, we all have our place in this XFL world, and that's for sure. And who knows the way yes. it's looking at maybe a, a different type of XFL world with USFL mixed here soon. So definitely. Well, you know, the more the merrier. Yes, sir. I agree with you. I agree with you a hundred percent. So I just want to get back to scheduled programming here. I don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about all the rumors and, and all the blah, blah, blah going on. Uh, yeah, me neither. Sounds Let's great. talk football. Sounds great. Let's talk more about you in football. I really want to get to know more ah. about you. All right. So my question first off, I mean, tell me about your background, Ballhawk. Tell me about where you come from, what you, what you represent, what brought you to this place so far. Well, um, you know, as a kid, I grew up in the South, and we didn't really have a, a football team in Arizona. And uh, so I went to a Super Bowl party once, and the Bengals were playing the 49ers. And uh, everybody was rooting for them 49ers. So I picked the Bengals, and they almost had it. But, you know, they kind of lost at the end. So I, I gained a passion for the Bengals, and it stuck. And over the years, I've been a diehard Bengals fan, as you can see behind me. I got my flag. You know, I still sport the orange. But, um, you know, for years, I've gone to games, and it's exciting. And I, I, I like the NFL. But then, uh, you know, this last year, I went to some XFL games, as you know. 
and I just fell in love with it. It's a totally different experience for a fan. And I know I dress weird and it might be different, but my friends who don't dress up tell me the same thing. It's just the ultimate fan experience. You know, players are great. You know, they feel like they're part of something. And uh, so that's what brought me here. You know, I, I bought season tickets and I was going to go to one or two games. And all of a sudden I ended up at like seven or eight games. That's awesome. That's awesome. What point did the first game you went to, that's when you actually knew you were you were loving it? Or did you have to go to a few more to really nail that in? Oh, no. It was weird because I travel from the northern regions of Wisconsin, so it's so far away from St. Louis. So I'm like, I don't really know anybody, so how do I meet people? And I have friends, Hootay Baby from the Cincinnati Bengals, good friend of mine, and he said, hey, dress up. You know, people say hi to you when you dress up, and it's kind of easy to get in because he's from Tampa, and he goes to Cincinnati stuff, so he understands. And so I came up with, you know, I had like $90, so I'm like, what can I buy on eBay? I found some kid shoulder pads and a mesh jersey and a helmet, and here we go. So I went to the first game just thinking, <laughs> Yeah, so I went to the first game just thinking, you know, I'll meet one or two people. And then all of a sudden, people started asking for their picture with me. Was It was something I did not expect. Yeah, I'm going to show some pictures on screen while you talk, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun. He was so cool. He did like a karate chop. And then that was police officer down in Houston when I traveled down there. That's when everything really got crazy was in Houston. Understood. So you're a big Houston fan yourself? Oh, not so much. I'm a <laughs> I'm a Battlehawks fan. I try but to trick the you, Houston man. people I know, but the Houston people they do know how to tailgate and are very hospitable. Appreciate that. The Houston folks definitely know that as well, I think. Um when when you're going I to love these... coming down there. When you're going to these games, what what's your overall goal? I mean, are you there to watch? Are you there to engage with fans? Are you there to have a good time? What exactly are you doing, if you don't mind me asking? Well, when I first went the very first time, I, uh, I went to my seat, and I just sat in my seat and cheered, and kids would run up and ask for pictures and such. And then when I got home all week long, everybody was like almost a little irritated that I didn't walk around and get pictures. So then I started doing that and I, I come home and watch the games now. Unfortunately, I catch bits and pieces, but I spend a lot of my time, you know, taking pictures with the kids and stuff. You know, for me, it's all about the fan engaging. And if I can, if I can help make the fan experience better, I want to. Understood, understood. I mean, it's a very unique way of doing that, but you can see just from these pictures what you provide oh, for that experience. I I like her. Her dad asked for my opening day towel because they showed up late and didn't get one. So that was at the second home game, and we met up after the game, and that was the opening day towel I gave to her. That's awesome. Yeah, she had a big old smile. I love it. And that's what you do it for. Oh, that was down in Houston. You know, he didn't want to take go. a picture with me at first. 
he kind of looked at me funny when I asked him. And I was like, come on, my guy. It's all about fun and fan experience. And then he kind of smiled and nodded and took a picture with me. So I like that guy, though. Yeah, I think I remember this game, man. This game right here, I actually remember talking to you at one point. You probably don't remember me as much because I was in my professional getup, had a collared shirt on and stuff. Uh, but yeah, well, I and I meet a lot of people, honestly. Yeah, there's no doubt. Do you have you made a lot of friends through this experience? You got a lot of networks going. Now? Oh yes, um, actually, just recently the X Fan Legion they hosted a fan event in St. Louis, and some Houston fans. You know the the Rig Rocker, he came down. And uh, some San Antonio fans came down, and it was a great time. Um, you know, I'm good friends with the D.C. Defender guy, too, or District Defender, I should say. You know, I don't want him mad at me. He's a little bigger than I am. <laughs> hey, but you got a sword, right? What's, he just has a shield, correct? <laughs> oh, but if you've ever seen him run and hit one of them Battlehawk fans, he shows no mercy. I don't want to tempt him. It's an epic battle ready to happen, in my opinion. I may pay you to yeah. see that someday. <laughs> uh, there's rumors of me and Rig Rocker having one of those battles. I don't know if you've ever met him, but he's like six foot four or something like that. And he used to carry him. around nope. a he used to carry around a pipe wrench, but I, I took it from him, so now he don't have it. <laughs> Man, I was trying to find a picture. I, I seen a picture recently. XFL Mike G shared a picture with me of all you super fans at that event with the X fan show, but I cannot find that picture. Yeah. I really wanted to show it because hmm. it kind of gives an idea of you guys are all similar, but you all have your unique things that go on. I mean, like Brahma Babe, you. Um, have you ever met Excalibur? Have you ever met him? Oh, yeah. Him and I are very good friends. We like to walk around together. I appreciate that guy. Oh, he does it for the kids. I, I really look up to him. He's a great super fan, too. Yep, yep. Um, he was actually on one of our, I think, fifth episodes when I started this show. It was only audio, though, so he was dressed okay. up and we couldn't show it. So, I mean, <laughs> we have to get him back on sometime because he's great as well. But like I was saying, you guys both provide a very unique experience in terms of what you offer. And it's funny because it's similar, but it's just so different at the same time. Um, <laughs> we've, we've actually talked about that, and we have a few good laughs about, you know, we're both very focused the same way, but we do something totally different. And it's, it's definitely not a competition, you know. I like meeting all the super fans from every team, and, you know, and we all get together and hang out and, we were actually talking that next October we should have a uh, super fan retreat for like three days where we come non-dressed up, but we all get together and share ideas how we could like make a better fan experience for the league and help grow it. That's fantastic. That is awesome. And <clears throat> you taking that initiative, y'all taking that initiative. Really well, it's actually passion you have. S-A-J- and Brahma Babe and Rig Rocker and I, we're the ones that kind of been talking about it. I'm just kind of helping, but they're kind of taking lead on that. Understood. Understood. I'm trying to find a picture of you and Rig Rocker on here now since you keep talking about them. <laughs> I haven't met them, but I'm familiar with them and they've been like interacting with the show in the past. So I am familiar with who they are. Just can't find a picture of you guys all together. Uh, 
Man, that's what, honestly, what I'd like to see next year from you is a full-fledged Instagram rolling where we got all <laughs> kinds of reels and videos and pictures because I could use so much of your stuff, man. And I can't, <laughs> I can't find a lot of it now. Oh. What I remember from in-season was just awesome. And even me, I'm a Houston fan. I'm, I'm covering the league. But seeing those things even get me more engaged in the game and the sport just because, I mean, like I said, you show your passion, man. You show what you're about. So let me ask well, you. Well, I'm a big fan of the league, too. You know, the utmost, uh, uh, you know, one team is great to root for, and I, I understand everybody's fandom, but mm -hmm. we need the league to succeed for us to continue to do this. So, Agreed. you know, I did try to do my part and travel to different games if I can and experience different stadiums. You know, that's what I loved about Houston. I didn't expect anything down there. And all of a sudden, like I met all these great pe people and have new friends now. Yeah. Houston's a great place. I can't say anything bad about it. Had some comments that are coming through, man. I just wanted to just, can you see the screen? You want me to read them to you? Yep, yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just making sure. So people just Oh yeah, Jill's a coordinator. So there's Brahma Babe. She watches the show. She said you're amazing. Oh, she's great. <laughs> she is so funny. We had such a great time down in St. Louis. And you know, Jill and everybody who helped coordinate that event, you know, they were so good to us there. I mean, you just Everybody felt like family. That's that's a testament I hear often amongst the XFL fans, at least, you know, whether it be a, a Houston fan or a St. Louis fan or even a super fan. I mean, everybody's at home. San Antonio, I mean, too. Yeah. Yeah. San Antonio. I can't leave them out. I, I try not to get on their turf too much because they got their own featured show. So I try not to jump <laughs> on their turf too much. Yes. Um, but yeah, let me see. We got the Predator couple. They're off also commenting on here. No, oh. they're they're fans of you as well. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because when we went down to St. Louis, we got, or I mean, when we went down to Houston, uh, Captain Hawkeye and I, we got there real early, and we found this really nice spot to tailgate, and all of a sudden, this big old truck pulls up, <laughs> and this, uh, I five foot maybe two thing she hops out she's like what do you think you're doing over here and i was like oh and then we got talking and everything was good but they're great people i absolutely love them i cannot wait to hang out and tailgate with them again but at first i thought i was gonna get my butt whooped by this spicy texan lady Hey, you might. I've met them a few times now, and they don't play. They're nice oh, people. Definitely don't want to oh, cross them, for sure. Oh, no. There's a definitely uh, try to stay on good side there. Yep. There's a reason. The Predator name isn't one to mess with. That's for sure. Oh. Oh, I got some more comments before we roll into the interview. I'm just hitting some. Eric says, <laughs> Well, thank you, game. Eric. I appreciate yeah. that. I did just get some stickers I'll be handing out at games this year. Cool. My plan oh, is they... to try to get to 15 games. Understood. And that will lead me into another question here I got for you. Um, what locations did you visit last season with the Battlehawks? Where all did you go? Where did you travel to? Well, I went and watched the Battlehawks in Houston. 
that was the only away game I went to for them. And okay. then I traveled to the championship game. But as some may know, I travel, a home game is still an away game for me because I travel oh, nine hours to get down to St. Louis. So I traveled to all the home games there, and then those were the only two away games. So if you're going away, away from St. Louis, you're, you're traveling quite a distance is what you're telling me. Oh, yes. I actually, I got the little side gig, you know, at this place where you, you cook up some food and stuff. And I'm hoping to build up some XFL money so I can take one of them flying ships. I think that will be much more convenient. <laughs> Metal flying ship, huh? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I hope its wings are more sturdy than mine. They're a little fragile. <laughs> they look tough. That's why I have to paint tough. real ugly. Well, that's why I paint real ugly. Because you don't get too close. Because if you tap them, they can part, they break right off. So I'm like, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> I mean, so this season you're planning on visiting other places. When you say 15, you're trying to do a full tour, I guess. Um, yes. So I work many hours and I save up my money so I can travel to away XFL games. And I actually. I purchased season tickets to all the teams except for Vegas and Houston so far because they were going through whatever they were going through when I purchased my tickets. So I'm looking forward to purchasing my Houston Roughneck tickets soon. I hope you can as well. Uh, Unfortunately, (laughs) we won't be at the same location. but No, but... I travel wherever, you know, I make every place kind of like home, or at least I try to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good way to be. So coming from, I mean, you're in St. Louis. Is St. Louis the closest team to where you actually live? Yes, they are. Yep, they are the closest team. Understood. Understood. They're almost straight south from me. Gotcha. That's not too bad, though. I mean, I'm to head to Houston, it's about a six-and-a-half-hour drive for me, so... I feel your pain, brother, very much so. Well, I'm a Bengals fan on top of it, so Ooh. I've driven to Cincinnati a few times, too, and that's even farther, so yeah, what that, the hey? Yeah, that that's a distance. And you really got to save up for those tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a flight alone usually is, is, you know, a big expense for that. Yes. So coming from a super fan... How would you describe the XFL 2023 season for someone like someone who's not familiar with the league? So say you have a buddy, John, John's asking, Hey man, what's up with this XFL thing? What, what would you tell him? And how would you gauge his, catch his interest to, to become a fan? Well, you know, the first thing I would speak of is just, how it's different than any other football you've ever been to because it's just high energy. You know, everybody's having a good time. And for the most part, you know, there's no bickering back and forth, you know, maybe some friendly banter, but you know, nothing too bad, but because of the pace of the game and the running of the clock, it speeds the game up and keeps it moving. Like, you know, sometimes teams will like sit on the ball for like 30 seconds and like, uh, Oh, hut. Oh, yeah. And you're already like texting or something. So that's what I kind of like about the XFL is it, it kind of keeps moving. And before you know it, you're like, 
oh, there's three minutes left in the game. And so it keeps moving. The fan energy is different. And uh, the biggest thing is the affordability. I mean, for a for $100, you could probably buy the best seat in the house. Agreed. If it's available. Yep, yep. You St. Know. Louis, that's tough now. Other oh, yeah, it's very much. Easier. Yeah, St. Right. Louis, that's a hard, hard bargain. But, I mean, anywhere else you're talking, you can get a really good seat for a great affordable price. Well, and my hopes is, is by traveling to different teams and cities and games this year and putting myself out there, maybe other fans will be inspired to travel as well. And just to be honest, you know, people say, well, why'd you buy a season ticket? As a season ticket holder, you get the fan experience when you're at the game. So even if I only go to one game in that stadium, I feel like I still get my money's worth because I get to do the on the field and meet the players. And when you're traveling that far, you want to make the best experience you can. And I mean, if I can price drop real quick, $125 for a season ticket, that's like one day's work for, you know, maybe two days work, but whatever. If that's your passion, you know, people spend that much on coffee in a month. Agreed. <clears throat> agreed. Agreed. Now, when you, now I, I know you're talking about the experience as well as the on field experience that you get personally, but tell me more about the tailgating and the festivities in St. Louis <laughs> specifically. Cause that to be oh. honest, hold on, hold on, before you go, before, before I went in 2020 and I I never I haven't experienced the 2023 Battle Hawks, just the 2020. But back then it was insanity. It was a great times all oh. the way around. Is it the same now or is it better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's packed. You have to get there right away. And I don't care if the game's at six o'clock, be there at 7 a.m. or it's hard to find a spot. <laughs> no, it gets packed out and Everybody is having a good time, and you see people traveling to each other's tailgates and tasting each other's food, and oh my goodness, the food is great. Um, you know, last year, the uh, Jordan's Warehouse, Broadway Bar, they had a big stage set up in the parking lot there, and they had a DJ playing and live music during the tailgate, uh, big area there. The team also had an area out in front of the stadium. You know, so, I mean, yeah, honestly, it took all five games just to see the whole entire tailgate area for me. Yeah, I don't I don't doubt that one single bit. Um, the ones that I was. Yes, involved Jill with, is correct. Yep. I'm going to throw those comments on here. Respond to them as you feel free. OK. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> we had RC pop in. What's up, RC? Long time. Oh, yeah. Ago. Yep. She she came on the show back episode three and it's in its fruition. So it's okay. Good to see you, RC, got to get you back on soon. RC, have some conversations with you. I've seen you guys got some good news your way today. Well, let me ask you a question. Yes, okay, sir. here we are. Here we are interviewing the host. Um, no, what what was it for you that first got you excited about XFL? To be honest with you, my my fandom for alternative sports or spring football started back with the AAF. Uh, I caught okay. the AAF bug back in uh, 2019, 18, whenever it was. 
And I was a huge Memphis Express fan. Uh, they weren't the best team in that league, but loved it. Went to every game possible. Um, that's really what caught my interest in alternative sports. Flash forward huh. to being uh, to the 2020 XFL. You know, I was ecstatic and St. Louis. Oh, was close me too. To oh, I bet. Because it was big news, man. Back then, especially mm-hmm. dropping jerseys and colors and logos. And I mean, it was awesome times. Um, but yeah, that I was actually a Battlehawks fan, a huge Battlehawks fan. I was following the the X Fan show uh, before it was the X Fan show, and doing all that good stuff. <laughs> and I, I don't know, man. I, I just fell in love with it more and more. I knew I had a responsibility to really give uh, uh, an outlook of this that people don't see, and I try my best to to make that happen. And I try to give people information and thoughts that you know, like you, for example. Some people may not even understand the experience that you have yourself or that you provide, <laughs> but yeah, it started for me back then. And it just, it just flashed forward from there. I'm a, I'm a huge saints fan. So uh, that's, that's where I, you know, I sit at home most of the time, but this is a good <laughs> thing and it gives guys a lot of opportunity. You can see them playing their heart out. You can see them playing their souls mm-hmm. out most of the time. And not only that, but it's given these fans an opportunity to become, um, the, the foundations to really lay this league and, and put it forward. So part of uh, something. Exactly. Exactly. Just We're a big being family part of here. something. Yep. yep. Whether you're a I always fan, say, you know, podcast, <laughs> whatever. Go ahead. You're fine. I always say we're yeah. all family. You know, you might be that cousin that's in the far corner and we only come around when somebody else picks on you, you know, and then we stand up for you. But, you know, we're all family at one point or another. Agreed about that. And like I said, whether you're a super fan like yourself, a podcaster, uh, your actual staff for a team, a player, whatever. I mean, this or is just a guy in a T-shirt with his kids. Either way, it's all for the fun yep. and for the love. And we do it for the love of football. Well, and, you know. I appreciate podcasts like yourself because, you know, like especially in the off season. You know, it's hard to try to find all the stuff where you guys do it, and I just tune in and watch it for an hour, and I'm up, up to date. And, you know, it really helps out, you know, especially when you're on the go a lot. I appreciate that. And and honestly, that's this, this is the off time in the show. What I really enjoy is talking about schemes and plays and game <laughs> summaries and all that good stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. ready to get back to that and – I'm also ready to get past all these freaking rumors that we got going and all this <laughs> all this uh, merger talk. And then me and you are going to talk more about that as we go. But really, I did not want that to be a focal point of this conversation. And, and it no. be a focal point, you know. So as, as as you go, man, I mean, what what's your best experience that you found in, in your super fandom? Where's what, what, what does that lie in? I mean, what do you enjoy the most out of what you do as a fan engager? Um, for me, honestly, is when you see that smile on someone's face, when they ask you for a picture, cause you made somebody else happy. Um, you know, I, there's nothing better than sharing a smile, I say. And when I can make somebody else smile and make that game an experience for them and memorable, oh, that just that that's what it's all about. That's why you do it. You know, it doesn't Agreed. 
doesn't matter if you end up on this or that or it's all about the fans and you know i feel like i didn't expect any of this but since it's come to me if i can do anything to help build the fan base of the spring football league then i definitely want to do that understood so let me ask you this what's your worst experience then have you had a bad time anywhere? Anything that you have not enjoyed oh. about this thing? Oh, that means yes, sir. That means yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would really love to say what is on my mind, but I will not. <laughs> Understood. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so we'll go to number two. Um, I was a little disappointed when I went to the championship game. Being that by the end of the year, I had kind of been around a lot. I pretty much had to strip down to my boxers to get through security. They made me take everything off. My shoulder pads, my... I mean, it was crazy. And I just... They could have said, please. That's all. You know, just (laughs) politeness. Being polite just goes a long ways, and I'll leave it to that to keep it PC. But uh, if you're smart, you know what I'm trying to say. So, but yeah, probably as as a person, I have two personal like, wow, I can't believe that actually just happened in my life. Is uh, when Hakeem Butler caught that touchdown, I would happen to be just in the corner there for a timeout interview. And it was like, wow. And he came over and he, he like slapped hands with me. And man, that was just like unreal. And I, I that was great. And then um, being a Bengals fan, AJ McCarron has been one of my favorite quarterbacks for many years. And uh, this summer, uh, Dan, the ticket guy, he invited me to a, a season ticket holder event. And AJ was there, and I got him to sign a hat for me. And so it was really cool to meet a guy I've looked up to for a long time as far as football goes. And uh, so personally, those were two moments in my life that I just – nobody can ever take from me. Understood. I mean, you may top those next year, though, man. Who knows? I don't know. Those are (laughs) tough to top. Those are pretty good ones. So you were pretty happy about A.G. McCarron going to the Bengals, huh? I mean, seeing as that's your team and that's your quarterback, right back Um, at home for you, correct? Kind of. You know, I I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he should have been called by more teams, but whatever. You know, they catch up eventually. But I just – I hope he's back as a battle hawk next spring. That's – that's my main concern. Yes, I like him in Cincinnati, but, you know, they got a guy that's kind of, you know, so they don't need AJ. We do. <laughs> Agreed about the bird. <laughs> yeah, I think if he gets the chance, he'll do something there, but we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. In terms of the Battle Hawks, are you worried about that for next year, or is it kind of a next man up mentality for you? Oh, no. I mean, I'm a Battle Hawks fan, and it's kind of next man up. That's what this league is built on. I mean, I know the the Renegades, I believe it is, are really going to miss their tight end next year because I don't think he's coming back to the XFL. He's tearing it up in San Diego. 
you know so i mean and when you get to know these guys you start pulling for them and you want to see them achieve their goals and go to the next level i mean quite honestly there's a few guys i don't want on our roster next year i want them in the nfl because i like them and that's their goal understood so yeah next man up mentality really let's just win a championship you know i mean however we get there we get there agreed with that and that's that's a good way to be as any fan realize that your team comes first individual success is mm-hmm. great but, but you gotta you gotta root for the team man and that's what it's all about at the end of the day oh so i got some sent some pictures sent to me by xfl mike and i'll post those shortly uh, or i'll bring them up on the screen but let's just talk some more about football and, and how your fandom went if that's okay yeah so here, here's the question we've been waiting on. You ready for it? Okay. How are you feeling regarding the merger talk? What in your mind? How's this XFL USFL merger? How's it looking? I mean, as long as there's still spring football, I'm good. good Honestly, day. at the end of the day, um, my only two cents worth, and I know I'm a nobody but I would love to see them keep all 16 teams. If they merger, you would have four divisions. You know, I put a picture up and move a couple over to the West coast. And then all of a sudden you got four even divisions, maybe a hub for each division. Who knows? But as long as we have football in the spring and they're putting out a good quality product and the stands are full and people are watching it on TV, I'll be happy. I don't care what they call it, what it looks like. As long as, you know, St. Louis keeps the Battle Hawks, then I'm okay. And, you know, I'd like to say I put a little Houston on my face today because I'm really pulling for the Roughnecks to stay if they do make cuts. But I hope that don't happen. Just keep them all. Build it. They will come. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love that mentality, man. You're you're accepting the future if the future changes, but if not, you're happy with what you have. Let me change ask you, is good. Let me ask you this question: As a super fan, how would you feel if if the Battlehawks right now were potentially on the chopping block for this merger? How how would that make you feel? You know, I would be a little disappointed, just because I am a Battlehawks fan. But if you really love spring football, then you would adapt and change with it. Exactly. Um, I mean, it would be a tough pill to swallow. I cannot lie. So I probably don't even have a good answer. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I don't know. I had to ask because, you know, people like the Predator Couple or the Rig Rockers. I mean, these are I know, I know. We're looking at rebrands for these characters in, in whole if, if this you know comes through like people have been saying but the fact of the matter is we don't have any maybe they can they can all just start dressing like me and we'll just be the (laughs) the spring football clan you know we we'll just be for every team we'll just go all in all teams who cares we just battle that's all we want to do is roar and battle hey like i said i'd pay to see that you know at the tailgate (laughs) little flag football halftime show (laughs) yes sir that would be fantastic. Yeah, I had to gauge you on, on that and just see what you thought. Because 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I, like I said, and it's not your team, but when it's your team, it is. It's a little hard. It's tough. I uh, I said right away though, I am pulling for them to keep all sixteen teams. Maybe arrange location a little, but keep all the teams because I think there's enough fans that together we could fill stadiums or at least make it profitable or break even the first year and then grow from there. Yeah. I mean, I think the last year in the XFL showed that the USFL, they came back for a second year. So they're doing things well. If you take the best of both leagues, you should have a very successful product. And it, with success, you know, believe it in yourself. You have 16 teams. Roll with it. Yep, yep, yep. We'll see what happens, man. I hope for the best for everyone. Um, uh, we've, we've talked about it a lot on the show, and I've talked a lot about it off-air as well. And at this point, until something more relevant comes out, don't don't change your life. Don't get your hopes up. Just keep on trucking like everyone else is, is my, mm-hmm. my whole thing. About yeah, it. nothing is for sure yet. I mean, there's little tidbits here and there that say this or that. But, you know, most of the stuff I see out there really is speculation at this point. Agreed. Agreed. We know that some of it's correct and some of it is accurate. But who, who's to say that those talks didn't just fall apart already? So that, that's my thing, too. Oh, getting back to the comments. Um, let's see. Rig Rocker said, "I don't want to be an orphan. Save our roughnecks." <laughs> I don't you would look good dressed better. like this, Mister Rig. Oh man, I'm sure he's gonna like that one. <laughs> oh man, you could say "caca." <laughs> SFB clan. I don't want to know. Are we guessing super, super fan Battlehawks clan? Maybe is that, is that something? What mean, I, it's hard to tell with her exactly. She says, "Don't agree until you know." <laughs> oh, I don't. I, I always ask. Learned a long time ago. Oh man. Oh yes, yes, me too. So uh, I think that let's let's move on from the merger talk. It was just one small question, and I really I don't have much else yeah. for you. You know, I got one more question to ask you, and we can talk loosely, maybe answer some fan questions if they got them. We got a few okay, people in line. Yeah, that now. sounds good. Uh, what do you hope for the 2024 XFL season? What What do you hope to see out of it? Regardless of this merger talk, let's pretend that that's on the back burner, and we're just talking normal season. Just normal XFL? Yep. I would. I would definitely like to see the XFL – start utilizing their local markets a little bit better. You know, they got shows all over the XFL, and I just feel like they could utilize that better and, you know, help promote that and put their stamp of approval on things. And it would just help move things along better and keep fans engaged. Um, Marketing, basically. I mean, I see some do it a little bit, but, you know, you know, not to bring the merger back up, but that's one thing I will say the USFL did kind of nicely is I saw a little bit more marketing attempts. Whether it was good or not, you know, they were they were trying things and doing things. So I would like to see them just promote it and 
be proud of the product that you have because it is a good product. Agreed. Yeah. So personally, you feel like the promotion could have been a lot better and, and can. Yes, it can be. It can be. Um, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to see. I. I don't know what fan experiences were like in other stadiums, but um, we need to come up with a plan in St. Louis because there were so, so many fans. I mean, and I get it. It's hard to make everyone happy, but I heard a lot of, of chirping about that this year. So to take that into consideration and see what they could do, maybe a little bit more fan experiences in between games or early season or you know, just to get to everybody with those big fan bases. So, and other teams could pay attention to make sure that they don't run into those same problems as their fan bases grow. Yep. Yep. I mean, you see a lot of the promotions and in my opinion, they've, they've been done by the fans. A lot of us have, whether it's digitally or in person, we're doing a lot of work. I mean, look at you during a game. You're not getting to really watch the game. You're, you're pretty much working. I mean, mm-hmm. you can call it what it is. You may enjoy it. And it's fun. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's still a job in my mind. So, uh, yeah, that, that's been the testaments amongst many of us, even the podcasters or media personalities. Everyone felt very similar. With what's going on now, I mean, if something's not addressed soon, I think this could hurt a few fans, in my opinion, though, for next year. Oh, uh, I agree. I mean, you're always going to have your naysayers and your haters and and whatever. So, I mean, they'll get it figured out. the The biggest problem is if you're really a supporter of either of the leagues, spring football in general, like. If you don't know, don't say. Exactly. I mean, you know, saying, I heard from a source. Well, I heard from a source, too. It's my kid. He doesn't even watch XFL, but he told me, (laughs) you know, I heard from a source, too. So, (laughs) I mean, as far as uh, that's probably the biggest complaint I have about the mergers, all the just whatever, you know, like. Let's just wait until the leagues tell us what's going on. And I mean, I wasn't even expecting a schedule till mid-November, December anyways. So at this point in time, it's here nor there. Agreed. Agreed. And most of us that love it will probably love it regardless, unless our team gets pulled away and then that may score on you a little bit. It, it may, but you know, if they look at my map, I have a really good plan to keep all the teams. <laughs> I'll tell them to send you a message, man. Send okay. If, <laughs> hey, if you got that kind of pull, get me a job, brother. <laughs> that XFL money would add up faster. XFL money, just like you, brother. This is all out of my pocket for free. <laughs> right? <laughs> I wish. All right, let's go back to some comments. Oh, Brahma Babe, here's so she meant. Spring football clan is what she meant. Oh, hmm, doesn't have a ring to it though. <laughs> Spring football clan. Hmm. SFC sounds pretty good. SFC sounds good. Oh, maybe it could have been San Francisco clan. San Fernando, San Fernando clan. Lord have mercy. Uh, so let's look at the Texas Pete. We could, 
He said in Houston, the fan experiences were non-existent. In 2020, they were awesome. Now, Texas Pete, I can uh, agree with you on that. I, I was there. Besides the tailgating, you know, you went in the stadium. Oh, the tailgating was, was great. Yep, yeah, yeah. But in the actual stadium, I mean, there was there wasn't much happening. I know they had some spots where you could like take the take your picture uh, with the X in the background. And they had some like bag throwing activities and st- stuff like that. But in terms of actual stuff to do, there wasn't much. I mean, because I walked around that place. I was doing research. I wasn't there just to watch the game. I wanted to see the whole experience myself. And I think I took pictures of all this stuff, too. But anyway, I agree with you, Texas Pete. And and if if they're around in Texas next year, they should definitely step that up. And then he said, I would pay extra to have a better fan experience. And I agree with that. That's why you're there. Oh, much so. Much so. You know, like meeting the players afterwards and, you know, getting a few autographs and stuff, you know, I mean, and maybe that's what they could do instead of having a fan experience. Just let the players hang out for like a half an hour around or 45 minutes. Everybody gets their autographs and, you know, and that would be a very great fan experience because at the end of the day, I think that's why the fans go is for the players. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's most of the people that are there have some type of uh, fandom with a certain player for sure. You know, one or two guys on that team mm-hmm. personally, and and you can recall where they were, what they're doing, what their Twitter is, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I agree with you on that. uh, and then here, one more comment from him. He said, even between games, they had happy hours with coaches and players in 2020. So, I wasn't there for that, so I don't know, but I mean, if that's a valid opinion, oh, I know. I know St. Louis did some autograph sessions like night before games a few times. So they did pretty well with that. But, you know, I don't know if people consider those fan experiences. And that's part of the problem. I think they want the at the game fan experience. So, um, but, you know, as long as they keep making improvements every year. I will keep supporting it. You know, I mean, it shows that they can try. You can't fix everything at once. That's for sure. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent agreed. Um, either way, I mean, our gameplay, I felt like was really good for the most part with the league. And so that what I, I would say that was a very good aspect of it is we got some exciting games there, especially after. Like, oh, yes. So that was awesome. And that engages the fans. But. That's not always the case. And some people aren't even there to watch football. They're there for that energy. They're there for those the, the yelling and screaming and just to act crazy. I mean, it, it's all different in what you want, but I agree with you. But There's it was good to... football. I, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. No doubt. That's what <clears throat> every game I felt like I was engaged almost. There was a few where we had a lot of kickoffs or, sorry, kick, ugh, field goals slash one-pointers, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it, it wasn't dry it wasn't a game of, of boring so <laughs> right let's answer right. some fan fan questions if the fans have any questions they'll ask them i mean the platform's here the floor is yours uh what's well, about oh, i'm kind of scared to know what they want to know <laughs> <laughs> now i'll say while we're waiting on some kind of fan interaction um there's a poll up right now from where's the individual his name is damon rexroad and he and i thought this was the predator predator couples originally and it is not um so he's actually started a petition 
for the Houston Roughnecks. And I'm not sure, mm. you know, how much this will do, guys, but it's it's getting some traction. Last on the show, I think when I pulled it up, it had 100 signatures. So now we're looking at 363. So people are actually signing this thing, and it's a good way to get. I will take a look here. at that. Yes, yes. And I wanted to give it a platform tonight just in case people were interested. I'll stick this petition in the show notes as well when I repost everything. Yeah, I wanted to show you that. There's also one by Jersey, uh, Jersey the King for the Vegas Vipers, but I'm not familiar with as, with it as this, and I haven't checked it out personally. I just haven't had time. So just in case you're listening, guys, check that out. Mm-hmm. All right, here's some comments. Let's see. Sandy. What's up, Sandy? How are you? She said they used to have the meet and greets, and they were great. So, yeah, I... I I, that's that's what I'm hearing. I don't know personally, but uh, I would enjoy that myself. And I even got a lot of close time with the players and, and all kinds of stuff being media, but I still would enjoy that. There's something about seeing fans interact with, with people that they, they're, they're fans of that they really like. And it's, right. it's, mm-hmm. it's something that and I enjoy just viewing how much they enjoy the experience. And same thing with the players. You can see these players, they love it, getting the attention, getting some limelight for, for once. Because a lot of these mm-hmm. guys may have never had that opportunity. No. Went to a small school or, you know, yeah. and it just, that's that's the exciting part is seeing these guys that maybe never even got looked at get a chance to play a professional yep. sport and then maybe achieve their ultimate goal. That's what excites me the most about spring football, no matter what league it is. Yeah, that opportunity, uh, I'd mm-hmm. protest with that. And I've said it a thousand times, that opportunity lies with the players, the fans, the coaches, game day staff, whatever. Me, you, the we're all getting an opportunity. Concession stand workers. I mean, yep. you think of you think of the jobs in, in a place like, I'm going to mention St. Louis because I've been there. I mean, it gives some people jobs that might not otherwise have a chance at the job. And you know, so just all of it together, everything from the guy who sweeps the floor to the guy who's throwing the football for the touchdown. I mean, it takes all of it. Yes, sir. Agreed, agreed. I appreciate you, football warrior. May we caca together someday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You'll have to give me a caca before we get off here for sure. <laughs> oh, I will. I that will. You know. You know, just in, talking about other things, you know, I see Brahma Babe up here. You know, we met at the St. Louis event. Mm-hmm. Now, on October 7th, the Beehawk Live show, they're going to present the check to Autism Speaks. Awesome. They're doing an, yeah, they're doing an Autism Walks in St. Louis on October 7th. And they're going to uh, present the check that for the money that we raised for the event. So it's just so awesome to see. You know, just all the little parts that give back to this league and, you know, help try to build a good upstanding name for what we are and what we do and what we believe in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I feel like social media has really given us a a great platform for that, whether it's you or me or whoever. You know, Mm -hmm. our our voice is really heard on there. Whether we know it or not, somebody's going to watch this show that matters. It may not be everybody, but somebody. And and right. this feedback and this this interactions that you have that you can talk to me about these are real things that can be applied to what they're doing with their brand you know mm-hmm. 
So let's roll on to Brahma Babe. Any plans for additions to your fandom for the 2024 season? That is that is to you for sure. Oh, I uh, I do have something coming. I uh, I recently was blessed with a few people that wanted to contribute to Ballhawk One, and so I'm I'm getting some logos put on my jersey for next season. Just awesome. to say thank you to the to the folks who helped me out. I mean, without them, it's it's a lot tougher to do what I do. Yes, yes, and that's great. And I was going to ask you about that as well at, at a certain point. I didn't want to pry too much into what you were doing, but no, go yeah. ahead, ask. I mean, if you're if you're pulling all this out of your pocket, you should definitely be pursuing some sponsorship. Uh, I don't know what type or what kind, but I mean, definitely. You know. Something. A few have come my way, but I don't really pursue them. I you know, understand. I kind of I kind of feel guilty saying, hey, support me going and having fun in my life. I understand. Same way. You don't hear me ask for Patreon you know, donations or anything. Uh, no, no. So, I mean, if somebody offers and blesses me, I definitely make sure that they get their credit if it's on a rally towel or, you know, on my jersey or you know, I definitely want to make sure that I show them that I appreciate that. But, you know, I see people get sponsors and stuff, and I, I'm happy for them, and I have a few. But the people in my circle that I know, none of us really go looking for them. They just kind of happen. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that's a good way to be. You don't want to be money hungry. I mean, that, no, you're, you're doing it just like, uh-oh, we got camera lost. Hold on, guys. There we go. You're doing it just for the. Oh, I thought I had to take over for a second. I was real nervous. Hey, if it happens, please do take it and keep this thing open. I'm not sure what that was. It flashed for me for some reason. But anyway, let's get back. I'm sorry. If I do disconnect, stay on and I'll come back as soon as possible. Don't leave me. Okay. Yeah, we're we're just popping in and out. He's messing with me now. I can tell. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. This camera here is giving me some issues. So I'll. I'll mess with it afterwards, see what happens. Um, let's see. Duh, duh, duh. So uh, let's see. Duh, duh. Sandy's coming back to the three hub cities. Sandy, honestly, I don't want to get too much into that. I just wanted to really focus on Ballhawk one, discuss what he thinks about the season. And then we've asked that question and he kind of gauged his opinion on it and such. But I kind of feel like we just wait until something official from the league comes out. Until then, it's all speculation. Agreed with that. And that's, I'm in the same testaments. Honestly, I've had two shows regarding that. And unless I get another expert or an insider on here, I, it's not something I want to hash out every show. Nope. Uh, just like you, I'm going to adapt and change. And, and whatever happens, we're going to be here doing the same work we're doing. And I'm going to keep on trucking. Oh, yes. That's just for sure. Let's go with Texas Pete. If the XFL were to have a mascot, what would you like it to be? So you're just talking to a general mascot, Texas Pete, like a like the fox An robot. XFL mascot? Yeah, yeah. So you remember like the fox robot with NFL? That was the most badass NFL mascot, if I remember correctly. But yeah, uh, you, the Transformer robot, sweet. But yeah. What do you think, Rig Rocker? I mean, sorry, Ballhawk 1? I don't know why I said Rig <sighs> Maybe Rig Rocker. He'd be a good XFL mascot. <laughs> Rig Rocker's got the He's big enough. I was reading. If he could crunch down a little. He said we are the XFL, so that matches perfectly. I mean, really. He so maybe like a Thundercats idea. 
like yeah. seven of us mount up together to make one big XFL, you know, warrior. Maybe he could be a little like robot gladiator or something. We'll give him a winged helmet because, you know, it's cool. Trust me. Get one. We could be like XFL fans. Mount up. I don't know. It sounded better in my head. I mean, in the right context, that would work fantastic. So it's not a problem in my eyes. I think that's great. Who knows? Like I said, what if the name changes? What are, what are we doing then? So, Whew. Professional Spring Football League, National Football Spring League, those guys that play in the Spring League, I don't care what they call it. It's football. Let's go. <laughs> Here's this comment. This one cracks me up. If the USFL and XFL were to merge, I vote for Blob. Blob? <laughs> is that just like a veto? <laughs> or is that the actual name? I didn't expect We could change it to World Thunder Football. So it would be WT. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cover that one. Huh? <laughs> That's funny, funny, funny. Yeah. You don't really have many questions coming through. It's just common. Well, you know, and I was just going to say, my, my battery is getting kind of low on me Sounds here, good. and I don't want to lose you. So Sounds if we had good. anything that you wanted to get in. That's it for me and you. I got a couple things I'm going to announce once you hop off. But um, that's, that's All right. it for me and you. Uh, oh, I did have one more thing for you. Go ahead, go ahead. We will make them hear our battle cry. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. I love it. You keep doing you, man. Keep being great. I this appreciate you, my guy. I've enjoyed getting to know you greatly, brother. And, and same. I hope we get same. to meet very, very soon. I think it, I'm, I'm loving this energy you provide. And Maybe January. There might be something coming up. That's all I'm going to say. It sounds good. Y'all just let me know, okay? No, yeah, definitely. Let me keep me in the loop on what's going on. But yeah, thank you again, man. I put your socials down at the bottom right now. I see that. Flashing. I appreciate that. If you got anything you want the people to know, if you if you want, you can announce your socials because it is an audio show, also. Okay, so there is a version that is just listening. So, oh, uh, you know, I'm pretty easy to find. You know, STL Ballhawk One or Ballhawk One. That's my social medias. Um. I appreciate the energy people show me. All I ask is support the league. Be positive, and let's get our season tickets purchased so there's none left for when this whatever happens and the naysayers decide to buy their tickets. Let's sell it out first. Yes, sir. Agreed with you on that, man. Uh, like I said, thank you for what you do for the league. Uh, I hope no matter what happens, you'll still be here. And, and like I said, we can oh, I will be. have a good conversation, dude. I'd love to get some pictures and videos and just meet you in person. So thank you. So we much. will definitely do it. My guy. I appreciate you. Mad respect. Yes, sir. You as well. Take care, my friend. All right. Great guest. I love that. It's definitely a change up from the serious merger talk we've been having. So, man. Appreciate you, Ballhawk. You keep coming back and doing what you do. If you ever want to be a guest, you're more than welcome. If you have any updates or anything, always welcome. Pop on in. Uh, the, 
I want to have some more of the super fans on. So if you are watching and you would like to be on, pop me a, a message or say something and I'll get you on as soon as I can. I know we've done a lot of experts and personalities and players within different recruits and whatever, but really we haven't had too many super fans. So I want to get some more of those on. So, yeah. Uh, appreciate everything guys. Thank you for watching. I will say there's a poll Mike G and I and the USFL podcast slash Zach Kyleman have up right now on Facebook. Check out Mike G's profile, XFL Mike G, and then mine as well, XFL Insider Podcast. That I'll post it again after the show. Should be easy to find. And then we'll also post it um, in different groups. So in case you want to see it there, I think it closes tomorrow morning. So definitely get on there and, and just vote for us. We're trying to find out as if as a Houston fan, as a Houston Roughnecks fan, if if you're still interested in the league, if the merger took place. So we have some different questions on there and, and different things. But the basic sense of is we just want to know who's still interested with this merger. Mike G, you said it. Mike G says it closes at 6 p.m. So you got plenty of time to vote on it right now. Let me see the last email you sent me, Mike. How many people have have voted just on Facebook, Mike? I'll get him. He'll know. Uh, we have a, a good amount of votes for it. I was surprised that it has as many as it did, to be honest. Texas Pete, uh, it's on Facebook as well as Twitter. It's on both of our Twitters and my Facebook and his Facebook as well. I will repost that after tonight. Check me out on social media or check out XFL Mike G. 280 plus right now is the vote just on Facebook. So that's pretty good. I didn't think we were going to get that kind of output, but that's a good indication of what's going on. All those that have, all have voted so far, appreciate you voting. Yeah, I agree. Good job, Mike G. That's real good. Seriously. Just, we're just getting some general ideas of what's going on. So yeah, I'll post that poll again on all my socials, Twitter, Facebook, and if I can post it on YouTube, I will, but I don't think I can. It's a, it's either a Twitter poll or a Facebook poll. I mean, there's it's not a mixed thing. It's not a merged thing. We really just want to know, I mean, what do you think? If if this team merged or they took away your team, what what how would you feel? As well as being a USFL fan, how would you feel? So Vote accordingly, please. And I appreciate Michael and the work on that. Seriously. Um, da, da, da. October 3rd, we'll have Slamball Slashers Nathan Karsgens on. Uh, he was a former tight end and long snapper. At, da, 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 da. I, I don't want to say it because I'll get it wrong. I'm not sure right now exactly. Um, that's my bad. But... He did play slam ball and he was an athlete. And this guy is, is a well-known slam ball athlete at this point because of the success of the season. So check that out. We'll have him on live October 3rd. We'll cover any XFL updates and get to know him better. Talk to him and just kind of gauge out what his plan is for his career. Uh, slam ball was an interesting take this year, but I do feel like it was successful and it was very, very entertaining. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there um, with him. Yeah, I want to get him on, though, so should be good. Uh, the schedule will be dropping Thursday, probably Thursday night for October. Trying not to jam myself packed with people, but there, 
it's pretty good. I think we have five scheduled shows for that month. So that should work out well. Guys, like I said, if anyone's interested in coming on that has a legit resume, meaning a super fan, a, a announcer, a player, it's somebody that's really interested in the league, let me know if it's if it's worth it. I mean, I'll give you the voice and the platform to talk. I love getting to know folks, whether you're anything. That's, that's one of my favorite things. So definitely check that out. Yeah, Texas Pete, I do do some IFL stuff. I try to cover some athletes as well as like recruits that may be going that way, but it's kind of hard to get plugged into that as well as stay plugged into everything else. And they've had a lot of changes their way as well. So as the season gets closer, I will really try to uh, do more for that. But right now I'm really just trying to give players and recruits or people from that area uh, of skill a platform. And so you'll see, if you'll look back on a lot of my old episodes, you'll see a few different athletes from, from different leagues and such like that. And that's one of the things that I want to do, you know, with this whole merger talk, this a good possibility that I'll be rebranding and who knows where it leads, but I'll tell you, I didn't expect what I, I didn't expect to enjoy the player interviews and experiences as much as I did, but Really, when you get to talking to some of these guys and seeing where they've come from and where they end up, man, it, it's it's stories. And, and I've met a lot of good individuals that have a rough life or didn't have a rough life and got some adversity now they're having to face. And either way, it's enjoyable. So definitely check for more IFL stuff. Uh, I've sent some emails off to their league and I've tried to get some kind of media clearance, but I haven't heard anything back. So we'll see what happens. I'm definitely interested though so ifl if you are watching this and you're interested in me covering just shoot me an email or message find me on socials easily mm, that's about all i got guys thanks to xfl and xflboard.com always great places to get what you need from um they xfl i appreciate you letting me cover Regardless of what you do this season, this whole year has been a hell of an experience, and it's something that I'll never forget. It, great, great times. And XFL Board, great place to check out some news and updates. They're not going to spam me with clickbait-type articles. They're not there to make money. Uh, Market XFL Board is there to do a real deal and cover some news, so check that out. <clears throat> see, you got some comments. <laughs> Sandy. Hey, you're more than welcome. Let's talk about it. Y'all shoot me a message. Um, I've got a few dates open in October, but November wide open almost. So let me know. We'll get you on. I appreciate that Texas Pete. Seriously. I do it for the enjoyment as well. I hope I can bring people an experience and that's, that's really what it all applies to for me. I don't get paid. I don't do this professionally i mean i guess i do now but i don't do it for the money that's for sure appreciate you predator couple as always uh we met at a game i don't know if you remember but me and drew wells we took a lot of pictures with you guys and it was very memorable so appreciate you and what you guys do and just like ballhawk one stellar stellar fans that people look for when they go to those houston games you can guarantee it and lastly, Brahma Babe, thank you. Yeah, we, we'll have to get you on too, Brahma Babe. Same thing with Predator Couple. 
any of you guys that are interested, please, I'll reach out as well. It's just been crazy with the merger talks. The last few shows I've had were not scheduled. They were kind of last minute. So that's kind of what happened. I really like to have a monthly schedule if possible, just because it gives people an idea of when you're coming. And each of these people or players or whatever have their own group of fans that like to watch the show because of their fans. So that's that's one of the reasons. But either way, guys, hit me up. I'd love to have you on. Love it. Constructive talk for real. And I know it'll come from you too. Mike G said, reach out to him also. So you can find him anywhere. I mean, look on social media. I'll be interacting with him. XFL Mike G, Facebook and Twitter. Mike G, I think both of yours are the same. They're in the show notes though. So you can check that out. It's an easy clickable link. And then we got Jersey. Jersey, my guy. Yeah, you got to come back, Jersey. Jersey was supposed to have his own featured episode, kind of like Ballhawk 1. But unfortunately, his episode was on the merger rumor day. So he kind of got uh, lumped into the merger conversation. But yeah, Jersey, we got to get you back, bro. Uh, I appreciate you, dude, and what you do. And you add your own flavor to everything else. And that's what I say. I really enjoy the collaborations with the different podcasts and us talking. I don't see any one of us as competition. I love everybody. We're friends and that's the way it'll always be. Just to be honest. Well, Mike G what's your Twitter? <laughs> he said his Twitter is <laughs> we'll get you on there, bro. When I started those notes, you didn't even have Twitter. So we'll get you rolling. But guys, I think that's it for me. I appreciate it again. It's been an honor and a pleasure. I hope to keep it up. Really, I'm excited for the season and see what changes are in store. And if they aren't, cool too. We'll be going hard on different content and different work. Oh, last thing. Jersey the King. Hey, everyone, go sign the Vegas Vipers petition I made, please. Jersey, do me a favor. Drop that in my messages on Twitter or Facebook, wherever you have that. I'll post that. Cool. But anyway, guys, that is it for me. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Greatly appreciate you all again. We will see you in a few days. Oh, well, more than a few days now, but not really. October 3rd, 7.30 p.m. Central. See you then. Appreciate you again, guys. Have a great night. Enjoy it. Until next time.